0: I really kind of envision this as being a great tool to use for anybody going through any kind of strategic planning.
1: Community Leadership Partner Training and you. I'm Becky Kaiser with Hayes Post and Eagle Radio. I'll be talking to Hayes Chamber CEO Sarah Wassinger and Lee Purdy, Vice President of Membership, about their new training from the Kansas Leadership Center. It's on this episode of the Hayes Post Podcast.
0: We spent two days, Thursday, Friday last week, learning all about liberating structures and I can just say you know we're so excited already brainstorming all the different ways that we can implement this through our different um, chamber programs.
2: It was really kind of interesting so Lee and I were driving up there of course together and we're like what do we expect you know what do we anticipate and we were not aware at the time that we were going to actually be doing this class concurrently with the Kansas Leadership Center staff. So what a treat to have different community leadership partner programs across the state plus the KLC staff being there. um, They're kind of a room of rock stars, so you really feel oh, like yes. you're around royalty anyway, <laughs> um, just because they're so energized every time that they show up into a space. Um, but I was just really surprised at how these liberating structures can simplify some complex things that happen in all of our organizations and for all of our businesses. Give us an example. Uh, okay, so there's this thing called one, two, four, all. So you break down into a small group. You write down, you know, some things that are pertinent to you for a topic. Then you um, share those ideas with another person in their group. And then you come back into a group of four. And then after those four folks kind of figure out which their strongest uh, point is that they want to make, then you bring back that to the full group and share all the information. So think about maybe an organization that's very large You maybe don't have time to hear specifically from everybody, but it helps kind of funnel those ideas together and give you more concise packaging. So you're accomplishing what could take maybe a full day in some instances, and you're able to break it down into the span of maybe an hour long.
1: So you're really kind of zeroing in, and you're better utilizing everybody's time,
2: too. Exactly.
1: So, Lee, what if we wanted to do something similar, but instead of being a large group, how would you enact something like that with a much smaller group, which is we have a lot of those around. Hayes, of course.
0: Yeah, this can be applicable to groups of any size. You can have as few as four people up to a group of a 100 plus people, and this would really be applicable evenly to either subset of those. So the same
1: principles would apply regardless. Of how many
2: people you have there,
1: Sarah. You just you just have this broad smile on your face I with do. your cards there that I, you, I can tell that you really learned a lot and are excited to share.
2: So another one that we learned was called ecosystem, and this one was probably my favorite and my big aha takeaway from this session. And um, you kind of draw an ellipses, and then you think of you know the birth of um, some sort of service or product, whatever that thing is that your staff does, um, and then you know down here you have more developing, and then on the top of that ellipses you might have mature. And then you start to get to the point to where does this need to go away and die? Does it need to be revitalized and revamped? And it was intriguing because we, um, being at KLC, of course, were going over their programs and their services that they offer across the state and really throughout the world. And so surprising that many of their staff had different opinions Hmm. of where their programs and services were um, in that life cycle of birth to, you know, being revitalized. And I'm just thinking wow, what would this look like if we brought this back to Hayes and did this for even our chamber? You know, look at, explore the different offerings that we have. Where do people see, you know, those programs and services? Are things um, possible that we need to do to make sure that they're tangible or more readily accessible for folks? And so it just really got our wheels turning to kind of think about this could be used again in so many different organizations and what would have taken three days for some folks to accomplish We did that exercisely in what, an hour maybe? Wow, impressive. You
1: just said things that might need to go away and die. That caught my ear. I bet that is difficult discussion for anybody because everybody has their pet project that we've always done it that way and we need to continue it.
2: Right. So one example I could think of specifically even in my four years at the Chamber would be our uh, digital newsletter, it was the paper print version for... So long. Right. And it had a hard budget impact for us at the chamber of $15,000 a year to print. And when we were exploring different cost-saving options while we were trying to minimalize how many um, membership rate dollars we'd have to increase each year, we were looking at, you know, what would it take to t- put that thing digital? And is it going to be perceived as a strong of a product if it's not in that print form? And so there was a lot of exploration um, months on end, actually, that happened to get that to the point to where we could turn that over to the digital version that you see today. Um, but we have programs like that all the time that why are we holding on to it in its current version or is there another version that's acceptable that we could still put out a solid product but maybe even save our organization a lot of time and money.
1: Lee, is there, is there something, maybe one or two things that you took away from this that you think are really important that you're excited to be sharing with the members of the chamber upcoming?
0: Well. Kind of piggybacking off of what um, Sarah was talking about with the eco planning cycle, I really kind of envision this as being a great tool to use for anybody going through any kind of strategic planning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that Sarah and I have done this training, we kind of wonder, could we help provide this service to people here in Hayes and um, even just not just looking at chamber programs, but helping other people maybe look at their programs too, not having to go outside of the city limits and. Um, realizing that, hey, there's two people here that went through this training that help, can help facilitate this for us.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. And strategic planning, I keep kind of talking about the smaller groups, but that is very important. You know, people have great ideas, but how do you implement those? And it does take a plan.
2: So the neat thing about the 33 liberating structures that we learned, you know, of course, you wouldn't have time to use all of those. But we do believe that you could design and outline a very safe space Think about, you know, conversations that are also difficult to have because you don't want to be that person in the room that voices the elephant. Um, (laughs) But this makes it a bit safer um, to share some ideas in an open platform. And there's a lot of anonymous um, ways to incorporate some of these liberating structures as well to where you can write things on a note card, pass them around in a room, and then no one's the wiser, um, you know, of who put that nugget out there into the world. But it still gets the information out where it needs to be so people can start talking about it.
1: Sarah, you just seem so excited about everything, but could you pick one thing that, that you really are truly leaning towards making sure that it gets out to the chamber membership?
2: I think the eco planning would be my big one. Um, 2510 was pretty impactful too. That was kind of a little bit of a preview of the note card um, uh, exercise. And I think that that would be something that a lot of organizations, even our maybe Hayes Young Professionals, our ambassadors, um, might be able to use in certain areas in their world.
1: Now, you ladies were in uh, its Wichita, right, where the Leadership Center is, uh, for two days. Who pays for your training to go? How does that work?
2: Excellent question. So we actually um, were able to go to this training out of the generosity of the Kansas Leadership Center. Ah. We have been a community leadership um, partner program since the, I think, late 80s, 91, yes. And it's been wonderful for us to um, have the ability to send 25 people annually because of that arrangement to the Kansas Leadership Center. Um, Generally about 20 of our folks use uh, that course through um, the Leadership Hayes program. And the rest of the five spots we can kind of share with others based on um, things that we feel that would help them to better themselves and help um, make a difference in our community. But Lee um, specifically came um, with me last week because she is going to help build our bench for the Leadership Hayes Facilitator Program. So this was kind of her first opportunity to put some tools in her um, belt, so to speak, um, and get her ready to kind of join us this year um, as we open up Leadership Haze for 2024 and just softly implement. You know, we have Nikki um, Fonenstill and Olga Dietry and myself who facilitate the course, but life is very busy and things are constantly pulling everybody in different directions and having an extra person on that facilitator team is going to be so important. And so, um, stabilizing for the program for the future. Lee,
1: does it, is there a certain personality to, that it takes to be a leader or, or is that what you're going to help people do Is a surprise? You can be a leader.
0: So that's one of the main tenets of, um, the Kansas leadership center is you can be, anyone can be a leader Anytime, anywhere. So you don't have to have an official title like manager in order to enact change in your organization.
1: So that that opens it up to anybody and you're going to welcome them in, it sounds
0: like. Absolutely. And you know, I went through leadership haze myself back in 2018 and I went on to do all three steps of the KLC too. So actually earlier this year, after I'd done that third step, I reached out to Sarah. And I was just like, you know, I've done all this professional development. What's the next step? And um, that's when she had kind of opened my eyes to these other additional opportunities. And when I got on with the chamber, she was just like, let's go do this training together. And I just really value that Sarah saw that as a good opportunity for me to go with her to do. Well, we're certainly glad that you were
1: able to do that. And I'm sure the chamber and other groups in the Hayes area are going to benefit. While we still have a little bit of time left, also wanted to make sure we talk about you guys have such a busy schedule, as Sarah was talking about, and lots of weekly events coming up, uh, culminating. And don't forget, it's homecoming week for some people. (laughs) It is,
2: a lot going on for sure. So, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, we will have our third session. Of the leadership book discussion at Hayes Public Library and of course if you've been paying attention for the last few weeks the book we're reading right now is 13 ways to kill your community so we'll be focusing on chapters 7 8 and 9 for tomorrow I believe we still have one copy available at our office remember that you don't have to have participated in the other uh, weeks before each uh, chapter is a specific topic that stands alone by itself And then Wednesday morning, our Hayes Young Professionals will meet for Leadership Over Lattes at 8 a.m. at Breathe Coffee House. Jennifer Zeller from Hayes Med will be their featured guest. And Wednesday at noon, um, HYP Leadership Development Committee will have their meeting at Paisley Pear Wine Bar Bistro and Market at noon. Thursday, 4 o'clock, we'll be doing a Catching Up with Clink Scales Elder Law at Precision Valley Golf Course They are doing their 40th year um, anniversary, so we'll be kind of partnering along with them to celebrate that occasion. And last but not least, our chamber chat on Friday will be at 9 a.m. We will be with the Fort Hayes State University Foundation um, at the Hayes City Sportsman's Club to celebrate the Kellogg Training Center.